Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and beautiful Thursday morning. Uh, Lord willing, we're going to have uh, some good weather today and uh, <clears throat> it's supposed to be really nice and pretty. And so praise God for that. It, uh, so be sure and dress accordingly so that you will now, dress in layers. That's what they always say this time of year, uh, to dress in layers. That way you know if you're a little cold, you're good. If you get hot, you can strip down. Don't strip down too much because you might scare somebody. So uh, <laughs> I appreciate all the prayers um, uh, this week. Uh, I have uh, really been under the weather. I'm fighting some kind of uh, sinus infection, cold or whatever. And uh, I get this stuff periodically, as many of you know. And, uh, and plus, I have with my where I have no immune system, I, um, uh, I have uh, Epstein-Barr where I had uh, mono many when I first started college. I got mono. They almost had to hospitalize me, and, and I didn't realize that that never leaves your system. And so, uh, from time to time, I get—I'm uh, like a battery. Uh, I uh, can exercise, walk, run. I'll do good for two, three, four weeks sometimes, and then it's just like boom. I'm just drained. And my and my muscles hurt so bad in my legs. It's all I can do to walk. I mean, it is beyond painful. And then uh, I get sick, and then after a week or two of that, I can. It's like I'm recharged. I can get back at it. So it's just it's the weirdest, craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. So, oh well, <clears throat> it is. Uh, it is what it is. So, but um, but I do hope everybody has a good and blessed day today. And let me bring up this scripture this morning uh, for those who are watching on social media. You can follow along. We're going to look at uh, Philippians uh, one eleven. So let me uh, bring that up here. All right, Philippians 1, 11 tells us, uh, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. And bless this reading in the hearing of it to our hearts. Now, when we look at this passage here, this is being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and the praise of God. Now, as we all know, and I have uh, said this numerous times in the devotions, that, uh, you know, it's not by works that gets us into heaven. You know, there's a lot of people, well, for example, uh, the police officer, if you watched my message last night, who um, messaged uh, or asked Siri how to get saved. And, um, and, and the conversation when it led to the Billy Graham website and he was doing the chat, uh, you know, he felt that he was good to go to go for heaven because he was benevolent. Uh, he did good works and that um, everything was uh, hunky dory. Uh, and uh, and, uh, and that's, that's sad that there's a lot of people out there who have that mentality uh, to think that it is uh, by our works and actions that we will get into heaven. If we're good people, if we work hard, if we're, show we're benevolent, we're kind uh, and, uh, and gracious, then God will let us into heaven. But that is a lie for the pits of hell. The only way you're getting into heaven is through Jesus Christ alone. Jesus Christ plus nothing. It is that free gift of God. It is that grace of God that we can accept him as our personal Lord and Savior and our, uh, our eternal security is set in place. And, uh, you know, so... If there are any of you bandies watching this this morning and you have the uh, idea that you're a good enough person to get in, don't believe that because that's not true. I don't care how many times you enter through the doors of a church. I don't care how nice, sweet, kind that you are. Uh, unless you've made Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Savior, 
you're not going to get into heaven. That's a sad fact if for those who, who think otherwise, but that's the only way to get into heaven. Now, with that said, because of what uh, Jesus Christ has done for us, uh, for those of us who are saved, uh, when he uh, impugns his righteousness upon us, uh, that we will have uh, the ability to produce that good fruit, uh, to produce that. They say every, every vine, every branch in our spiritual life should be bearing fruit. Uh, you know, that's one thing you've heard me talk about in the study in Hebrews that we need, uh, that is about spiritual growth. And that's what we have to do and be as Christians to be continually growing in the things of Jesus Christ. We're never giving up, we're never compromising, that we're constantly in a state of growth. And um, so as a result, because of the good things that God has put upon us, because when we give our lives over to Jesus Christ, you know, we have that change of heart, we have that change of mind, we have that change of direction, uh, that uh, because of that change in our lives, then we have, uh, yeah, that's my dog trying to get in my office, she's banging against the door. But uh, when we have that, um, that change, all right, that change of mind, that change of direction, then we want to go out and do those good things. We want to go out there and, and, and produce those good works because they come from God. And that's what we have to do. We have to, um, um, we are a reflection of Jesus Christ. And, um, you know, and then the, the title of today's devotion, uh, the very title was talking about how, um, you know, let, you know, we need to put some, um, how can I put it, some fire under our steps, so to speak. We need to make sure that we are representing, uh, good morning, Mrs. Sop. We're representing Jesus Christ in every area, in every way of our lives. We can't do it on our own. It's not something good we do. You know, that's what they mentioned last night. You know, that's what, when it comes to Jesus' salvation, it's not that, good morning, Lee, it's not that he dangles a rope from heaven and we, in our feeble arms, we try to hold on to that end of that rope, hoping we're going to make it into heaven. No, God reaches down to us. He comes to us and he gives us the strength, the ability to hang on and keep pushing forward. And that's what Christ does. He don't wait on us. He is proactive and comes to us. And so we need to make sure that we are bearing that good fruit, that we are demonstrating those areas in our lives. That's one thing I was put on Facebook the other day in regards to this uh, Corona deal. You know, there's a lot of um, people have uh, different views uh, in regards to this virus. Some think that you know, it's a government conspiracy. It's not a real virus. To wear a mask is to uh, uh, symbolic of the government trying to shutting us up. I've read where that those of us who wear masks, that uh, we would go willingly into cattle carts. It's really some nasty stuff out there. And if you don't want to wear a mask, hey, we're a free country. Don't wear a mask. If you want to go out and lick a table then or a toilet seat and that's on you i mean i you know uh, you know I, like i tell people when i'm counseling i'm not your daddy you do what you want to it's a free world you know i personally uh, i'm going to wear one just because it um uh, when i get out i don't ever do but when i do just for a little extra added protection because of my low immunity but the point I'm making at, it's one thing that I put on that post was no matter where, where you're at in all this, what you believe and, and your convictions lead you, uh, is that we show the fruits of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faith, self-control. We need to make sure that if you are a Bible-professing Christian, that you are demonstrating that. Yes, it gets frustrating. Yes, it gets upset. Yes, yes, it's, it's aggravating, uh, particularly if you're a small business owner lost your job, and whatever you believe the news media tells you or don't believe, but 
let's show kindness to one another. You know, some of us are on, you know, it, it makes us nervous. You know, I've, I've watched the videos of people, uh, little kids gasping for air, uh, adults gasping for air, people my age who are healthier than I am who died within a day or two after getting it. You know, so it makes me nervous. So when you try to belittle people, uh, for those who are concerned and trying to take the proper uh, precautions and you're belittling them, well, you know, it, it doesn't demonstrate an, an air of love uh, of Jesus Christ within your heart. Now, I, I ain't going to sit there and act like I've never said anything harsh on Facebook. I, I, in fact, I was telling Dad yesterday, I said, I wish I'd, I was, um, you know, I was sincere uh, in what I was trying to do in the early parts of being in the ministry and being on Facebook. But like Dad always says, you can be sincere, but you can be sincerely wrong. And I, I went about it in a wrong way. And it hurt the church. And it hurt my testimony. And it, and, it, uh, and so if you, a lot of people said, well, I know she don't do nothing really controversial anymore. Well, that's because uh, it wasn't getting anywhere. You know, it was causing more harm than good. And so we need to be aware of that. You know, what am I about to post or comment or say? Is that going to bring glory to God? Or is that going to bring reproach? How is this going to be received? You know, when you play chess, and I like to play chess, I'm horrible at it. My dad can beat me one or two moves, that's smart aleck. And uh, in fact, I had a guy uh, years ago, I was working as an instructional assistant at uh, David Crockett in Special Needs. And this one of the other uh, instructional assistants, oh, you like chess, let's play. And I said, now listen, I ain't that good. I enjoy it, but I'm not that good. Well, he got aggravated because he get beat me so easy. And I was like, I told you, you know, I enjoy it. But my point is, in chess, you have to be able to uh, look several moves ahead. You know, if you put this pawn here, or if you put uh, the king there, or the queen there, or, or the rook, or whatever, that you know that if you put it on such a square, that opponent's going to see that, and they're going to take that piece. You know, you have to look so many steps ahead to see where the danger is going to be, or you're going to lose the game. And so sometimes we have to do that as Christians. You know, it's not that we're playing a game. But like chess, we need to look a few steps ahead. And what you know, my, my point is, what is it that you're about to say? What is it that you're about to do? What is it that you're about to write? Look several steps ahead. Is this going to be, bring repercussions on me as a Christian? Will this be re repercussions on me and the church? That, you know, will this draw someone to the Lord, or is this going to repel someone from God? Again, we don't compromise on sin. We stay, we speak the truth of love. Sometimes that people are not going to like that, and then they're going to lash out. No matter how kind and loving you try to present something, they're going to not like it because why? The cross is offensive. You know, they, they don't that brings conviction of sins. People don't want to hear that. So when we look at this passage here, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which only cover Jesus Christ, you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, uh, which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and the praise of God. So we read that. Let's make sure that we are uh, uh, bearing that good fruit and that we are being doers of the word, not hearers only. That's a lot of problem with a lot of Christians. They are hearers only, but not doers. And let's make sure we're, we're putting everything in its proper perspective and that we are always bearing that good fruit, that we are working hard to do those things that are pleasing unto God. Remember, works do not get you into heaven, but because of God's righteousness that has been put down upon us when we accept him as our personal Lord and Savior, we will produce good works as a result of that to honor God the Father. So that's what we need to be looking at. That's what we need to be aware aware of. And it's not easy, you know, uh, we're not perfect, but you know, we need to think a little bit before we speak or before we act. And I'm the last person to tell you that because my mouth oftentimes runs faster than my brain runs. And it's got me into a lot of trouble. My mouth has caused a lot of trouble and my mouth has got me out of a lot of trouble. <laughs> but you know, the point is that we need to be aware of that.
and we need to make sure that we are working. You know, when we die, go to heaven. See, we're, everybody in this world is going to live eternally. Everybody in this world, you may be like, whoa, what are you, what are you saying here? You're either going to live eternally in heaven or you're going to live eternally in hell, all right? And so those who do not accept Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, on their day of judgment, they will be judged for every single itsy, bitsy, tiny thing that they've ever done in their lives. We will be judged by the things we've done in the spirit, the things we've done as Christians. And so therefore, we need to be aware of that. And we need to make sure that we are glorifying God, that we're growing, that we're in church, we're in the Bible, we're in prayer, we're reaching out, we're trying to help people, we're trying to tell people about Jesus Christ, and, we're, and um, whatever it takes to spread the gospel, that you have a responsibility as a Christian. See, that's what we'll be judged on as Christians. What have you done? What have you done uh, for the gospel? What have you done uh, to demonstrate Jesus Christ in your lives? Are you going to the Walmart and the restaurants and being just as nasty as the rest of the crowd? Or are you standing out and showing kindness, uh, showing politeness, uh, showing Jesus Christ, inviting that cashier to the church or explaining Jesus Christ to them, uh, inviting that waitress or waiter to your uh, church or uh, asking them if they know Jesus Christ or Lord and Savior. See, we need to be proactive, be out there uh, and asking people if they know Jesus Christ because I'm a firm believer that we are living in the end times. And so we better be prepared it's like Paul Revere's. He was running through the town screaming that uh, the British were coming. Hey, we need to be at a, uh, on our uh, best effort to be out there like Paul Revere saying, not that the British are coming in warning of danger, but that Jesus is coming. And that should be something that excites you and illuminates you that you're out there. You want everybody to know Jesus Christ is coming. He's returning. He's going to rapture us out of here for those who are saved. And so we need to make sure we're, we're those town criers. Now, don't be like the, the loonies that you see at the, at the Blue Plum in Johnson City who stand on a box and tell everybody how they're going to hell. Now, that's, those people are, are a detriment to Christianity because, see, when you see those kind of type of lunatics, those are the people everybody looks at and says, oh, yeah, look at those crazy Christians. That's why I'm not one, you know. So they're, they're doing more harm than good. But we need to be proactive and out there demonstrating things of Jesus Christ, putting into practice what we are learning in God's Word. And we are, we are practicing what it says, and we're doing it. And, and so there's a lot of people out there, they read it, they understand it, but they're still not doers. They're just hearers only. I've had so many people come to me for counseling. And, uh, you know, they're, they lack in their prayer life, they lack their time in the Word, and they wonder why everything's in disarray. And, uh, and it's like they understand it. I'll, I'll give them Scripture. Here's what you need to do. Well, I understand that, but, you know, it's like, no, you're not understanding it. Because if you understood it, then you'd be practicing that instead of saying, but what do I do about this? What do I do? Well, you need to be giving all of it to God. So let's make sure that we're growing spiritually, and it's a, it's a relationship that we're working on between us and Christ. Remember that. It's not just a religion, all right? It's like that old saying, I'm not religious, I just love the Lord. Let's make sure that we're not being religious, but we're working on a relationship between us and God. You have that communication, you're spending that time, and you're producing good works of the fruit of the Spirit. And so that when people see us, they see Jesus. Let's have a word of prayer. Then, Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. And, Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you to be able to do this devotion this morning. And, Lord, I just want to uh, pray that if there's anyone watching or listening uh, that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead God and watch over protect us. And please, please Lord, pray that you be with Kim Penix 
that her um, uh, results will come back uh, good. I pray she be with Linda Feathers. You'll be healing upon her. Troy and Ginger Hood. I pray she'll be with Murph and the Trivet family and uh, so many others. I pray she be Kim Mosier's uh, daughter. She bring healing on her and uh, so many others who have uh, given uh, prayer requests and that you'll be with those situations. I pray she be with our active military, our police officers, our doctors and nurses. Let them know they're loved, needed, and appreciated. Lord, I pray you be the president and that um, you bring protection about him and his family, give him the proper wisdom and discernment to running our country. And Lord, just pray that you'll touch the hearts and minds of the people of this nation before it's too late. Let them come to know you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Mrs. Hood says good morning and wanted to let you know I got answered prayers. Praise the Lord. Thank you for your prayers. Have a good day. Thank you, Miss Ginger, and I hope you have a good day. And glad you got uh Answered prayers. I praise God for that. And, uh, of course, my my beautiful wife just responded to her uh, gender's uh, response there. Uh, remember, you can always uh, share these devotions uh, on uh, Facebook. They can find me on, at Dr. Young 77 uh, As always, if uh, you have friends or family who don't do devotions, uh, I mean, not do devotions, do Facebook. Uh, they can find me on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young, and uh, they can subscribe and watch all the devotions on there. And, and of course, uh, my Apple podcast, don't forget that. Apple iTunes, uh, free, don't cost you a thing. Video, I mean, no video, audio only, but you can listen to sermons. You can listen to uh, the daily devotions, and you can listen to the podcast Brandy and I do, Brandy and I do every uh, Saturday at 6 o'clock, so be sure to tune in to that. And don't forget this Sunday morning from um, 11 to 12, we're going to have outdoor service at Fountain Life Bible Church, 118 Julie Lane, Johnson City, 37601. And uh, so come bring your blanket, bring your chair, come out and join us. We'll have a great time, Lord, and we'll still continue to uh, have our live service on 98.5 WTFM and on our website and Facebook as well. So, hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. <music>